What is going on guys? Welcome back to the Alpha F podcast, podcast for all the alphas of the world, a place where we become the best versions of ourselves. What is going on guys? Welcome back to the Alpha F podcast, podcast for all the alphas of the world, the place where we become the best version of ourselves. Today we've got Reese as our guest. Welcome to the Alpha F podcast. Thank you for having me. So tell us a bit about yourself, like introducing yourself to um, anyone. Uh, my name is Reese von Skullpeg. I'm currently 23 years old. Um, been a powerlifter for roughly two years. Uh, planning on going to bodybuilding now, so preparing for a bodybuilding show at the moment. Um, yeah. Crazy exciting. Bro, you've yeah. never seen a fucking 23-year-old the size of this man. I remember, <laughs> when, I, I, remember yeah. when I started training at Claremont. Just a temporary amount of time, and the guy would load a squat rack with all the plates on yeah. each side and drop all to the floor. <laughs> and I just, I, I would stop there. I, I didn't know, I didn't even know what to do. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's actually fa- it's fantastic having you on the podcast. Well thanks, done. man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, I'm actually interested to know when did you start like powerlifting? Like, were you just really just like naturally or like genetically gifted being strong? Or did it like, did I you like to you start? naturally there. <laughs> <laughs> or, or did you just uh, like start training really early? Like what was your case? So in school, I played a lot of rugby and that sort of thing. And it's a funny story. So how I realized I was quite a strong guy was I was, I think, grade nine. So I was about 15 years old or so. And the seniors were training in the, in the school gym. And there was like a bar load of like, I think it was 180 kgs or something. Didn't have any shoes on or anything. I just like said to my mates, like, let's see if I can like lift this, you know, like I was after like PE or something. Yeah. Like um, just walked over to the bar, just like lifted it like it was nothing. And then like we counted after so like, oh, geez, that's like 180. I'm like, I've never lifted any, like especially a deadlift in my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, geez, like I am quite a strong guy. And then funny enough, when I started, like when I started, started getting into fitness and that sort of thing it wasn't because i wanted to be a powerlifter at all i wanted i was more interested with bodybuilding i used to follow uh kai green the full mm. heath rivalry that mm. was the classic rivalry i mean that's what got me into fitness health and fitness uh, in the beginning and um and then i once i went tr- so i did i was a strength athlete i started training for powerlifting from 2018 I think it was the 2nd of January I started my first powerlifting prep um, and then I did reasonably well in my first competition um, and then my second competition I achieved three national records and I was like okay like maybe I should maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe. just maybe just I should it. yeah. it's okay I mean I mean with some refinement and that sort of thing I actually my third competition no sorry fourth competition third competition was a right that was um it was nationals in pretoria and then um fourth competition was the best one to date um i got a coach his name was robert walker quite a well-known guy in the strength everything uh, strength coaching and such and um yeah so he helped me with things that i didn't really focus on at all which was like my hip mobility and like proper warm-up techniques and that sort of thing like proper dieting um and really just focusing on everything outside of the gym and before you actually get under the squat rack or you get on get 
over a deadlift bar, um, all of those things. And then once I focused on those things and fine-tuned those, that's when I became really good. Mm. And um, so the competition that I did really well in was um, called Record Breakers. Mm. It was in Durban. And um, I got, funny enough, the second competition I ever did, I spoke about those national records I got. I, so the squat national record was 295. No, it was 290 and then I got 295. Um, Bench, I got 190, I was in the national record. And then deadlift was 310, I got 320. How old were you when you did this? Uh, it was, it was still 2018 and now I'm 23, so I think I was 21 at the time. Um, <laughs> Crazy. It's like, shut the fuck up, like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, yeah, it's like, like, it's crazy. Yeah, so, and then I went, so the fourth competition I attended, um, I had no idea that someone actually broke my squat record. Mm. So I was quite upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> when you say broke the record, how much by? 5 kgs. So they got 300 and I yeah. got 295. Yeah. But um, so You're anyway, the, I, I had no idea going into the prep that someone actually broke my record. But on the day, it just like gave me like, this new drive. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, first attempt, like it was smoke my first attempt, second attempt, equaled the record. And I'm like, last, like I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this oak now and then like went all out like 315 kgs it's like smash record but like 15 kgs like see if i can do it yeah, yeah. smash that as well and then yeah i just set the tone for the comp and then i didn't get a pb on my bench at all i was stuck at 190. it was weird because actually during that prep i tore my pick so i was couldn't bench for about like six to eight weeks i mean i'm out of a 15 week prep it's yeah it's, it's a lot, half it's a lot the of time. time yeah so i equal my bench i got 190 again and then, um, so I'll tell you a story about the deadlifts. So the open, uh, opening, opening on deadlifts was 300. And then I went to 327 and a half, which was breaking the national record that this other guy set again. So someone actually broke my record again from 320, 325. And then I was like 327 and a half. And I smoked it like it was like, it just lifted up for like, it was effortless. And then um, I was like, load 345 okay, <laughs> <big jump>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm like load 345 and then um they loaded on the plates and everything and i got like super hyped up for the lift and it was my ninth lift of the day my last lift of the day and um i like stood over the bar like kneeled down to get it and then just like stood up with it and it was like it felt like nothing and i was like there's no ways that that was 345 and then I looked across at the plates and there were seven plates. It was 25 kg yeah, yeah, bar yeah. as well, so it was seven plates. So they put 305 on instead of 345. No, no man, they ah. missed it. Like, <laughs> so okay, so you were like, oh, I didn't. Yeah. And then um, they uh, put it down and then I was like, what the hell's going on here? And then they said they granted me a fourth attempt on the, on the deadlifts. And by that time, I was like my 10th lift of the day. Yeah, yeah, you just... I was, I was completely gassed out, so um, yeah. So then I I didn't manage to do it on the te uh, fourth attempt at all. But yeah. it but is I mean, it is. like, can we just take a moment to like, like your opening deadlift is three hundred. <laughs> yeah, your opening. <laughs> opening. J yeah. JB's opening brew was three hundred. No, I'm faint. Like, <laughs> I, I just faint. <laughs> Before yeah. you even touch the ball. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. Like, I I can't even. 
I can't even fathom that. No, it's crazy. <laughs> I wanted to ask now, like you said, you you got into fitness because of bodybuilding. Yeah. Then why did you decide to powerlift first? Powerlifting. Uh, if truth be told, like I think the main reason is I knew I wasn't disciplined enough to actually like diet and that, like for bodybuilding competition. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I knew I was strong, so I was like, let me just like leverage that in a sport, you know, my strength. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me just do some powerlifting. And then I was just like thinking like maybe I'd be good at it. And then after the competition, like the first competition, I was like, okay, like I think I can actually do this. You know? My training lifts were like very close to the national records at the time. So I was like, I mean, why not just give it a go? I can make a name for myself, I guess. Yeah, I've always wanted to know, do you like, when you compete, do you ever hit like completely new PBs? Yeah, so funny enough, a lot of a lot of guys, how they train is they... So powerlifting is an interesting sport. There's a science behind it. It's got to do with the central nervous system. So mm. you don't hit... Well, the best way, in my opinion, to do it is not to hit personal best in the gym. Yeah. You only hit on the platform. So all the personal best I speak about are... Only on the platform. Only on the platform. Because a lot of guys, they will squat 300 plus in training, get to the competition day and they can barely get 300 up. Mm. or they fail or mm. something and that they don't understand it's not like because i did it last week what's going on it's because the central nervous system taking uh, like literally not allowing yeah, you to actually yeah. you actually can't lift the weight again you know yeah. so i mean i know for a fact it's when i peak on the comp day i'll never be able to hit those weights again like in the weeks after because you yeah. train for the peak yeah obviously in every yeah. sport you train to peak at yeah. the time so i always manage to peak correctly that's why i did well no, and same for bodybuilding, I guess, as well. Yes, I mean, exactly. you'll never look the same yeah. you know, that you do on the day. Yeah, you know, that's true. <laughs> I need to know, though, like, just going back to them loading two little plates. Yeah. What did you do? Like, did, did, they, did they say sorry? They, they apologized, and they, like I said, they granted me a fourth attempt. But like I said, it was the tenth lift of the day, and yeah, I was like just... Yeah, burnt. I was just burnt out, like, emotionally <laughs> as well. It was a, that, co- that competition was extremely emotional for me. Mm. Uh, because it was the qualifier for a competition called Pro Raw. Pro yeah. Raw. yeah, I remember so, we've spoken about that. Yeah, so Pro Raw is the one that I was really gunning for. Like before I even did the record breakers, which is the qualifier for Pro Raw, I put, like I wrote down in my cupboard, mm. 900 at Pro Raw before I even qualified for it. And then, so it was like very, like a very personal sentimental goal mm. to me. And I was like, I need to qualify. And I was adding up the lifts in my head and that sort of thing. And because I didn't hit the 345, I didn't think I would qualify. Yeah. And that's why, like, when I knew I wasn't able to do it again on the fourth attempt, that I was like, I'm burnt out. It's not my fault. What if I don't qualify? But I actually did end up yeah. qualifying for pro roll. So, yeah. So that I was meant to actually go to Australia just before the COVID. lockdown. Yeah, the lockdown mm-hmm. commenced. I was meant to leave on the Monday and then the lockdown started on that same Thursday. To go to Australia. Crazy. Yes, that's BK. Yeah. yeah it's, it Imagine so putting in so much prep and effort and, yeah. and work and getting yourself into the right head state and then yeah. sh- shit hits the fan like that. Yeah. Like you completely. It was horrible. Would you say powerlifting is a very emotional sport as a whole? Um, it really is. Like you see a lot of videos and that sort of thing of those guys that squat big weights and that sort of thing. They're like, they cry and that sort of thing. I don't, I don't know what it is. Mm. Like you obviously consider powerlifting like a very manly sport or whatever, mm. but it's it it really like I don't know. It's you have to have a strong head to get yourself to that point of work. Yeah, strong head for sure. Um, 
I don't know. It's also one of those things like if you're training and you don't necessarily hit your volume or you don't hit your the weight you wanted to hit, it really messes with you. And when yeah. you're standing with a with a massive squat bar on your back and you know you failed on this weight before, it's like scary. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you, like half the time you stand on a competition, you stand with the weight there, and you're like, it feels like this thing's gonna crush me if I move my legs. No, like that. Genuinely, I don't even fucking do powerlifting in the yeah. slightest. And when I touch a squat rack, I get scared. Like, yeah, that's, I get that's, scared. So it's a big mental game for sure. Like, I was actually telling my girlfriend yesterday how important visualization is in powerlifting. Mm. Like, I would literally, days before the competition, like the day before whatever, I'd go to the gym with an empty bar and just squat an empty bar as if it was 300 plus. That's just what you did. And then when you get to the competition and you do it, just makes it that much easier because you feel like you've done it before even though i've never done 300 plus mm. and then i'll do it in the day i actually wanted to like do you know how similar powerlifting and fitness and and like getting yourself ready and into the right mental state is in comparison to getting yourself far in business like it's exactly yeah. the same thing i well, think yeah. the those aspects can apply a lot to literally life. like how you think for a powerlifting meet or in powerlifting and in fitness, you have to implement in real yeah. life if you want to be successful. For sure. Like you visualize what you're going to do and you get yourself mentally right. And like and not giving go. up, keep pushing exactly. on. Yeah, and, and you go after what you isn't want. Isn't it that one guy, that one very successful businessman and he like, he runs like, you know, all the American business people run their own like page and yeah. give advice. There's one guy that was a sports player and his whole message about sports, I don't know if you know. I have no idea. Anyways, it's what you were saying. It's what you were saying. No, it's, it's so true. Because I mean, literally before I get myself, literally like now, before the start of this year, I had to visualize and get myself ready and prepped to just get back to work and get myself yeah. into that headspace again. It's the same thing with like putting a squat no, you do. back. No, you do. You yeah. do. For sure. I think it's an integral part of any form of success. That's so real. Yeah, I mean, part of things is just another sport, you, you know? Yeah. Like I have applied those sort of things, like those mentalities and that in my everyday life mm. and it's helped me a lot. People don't understand that, hey? Yeah. They don't understand how much it can actually benefit you to implement that and yeah. to like get yourself as disciplined as you do with yeah. others. Like it, it's not only around going to the gym, it's around your whole life changing. Absolutely your everything. It's that's so why that's one of the main reasons why I was like I wanna do bodybuilding is because I know like Matt, you do bodybuilding. You know how much discipline yeah. it takes. Mm. But like men, it's it's more mental than there's anything to be honest. Yeah, with you. Um, for sure. Especially back with to the mental prep. states around. Yeah, like it's it's so, like, you're either gonna cheat and you're, you're starving, but you won't die. Like physically, you won't die, but like mentally, you're, <laughs> you're gonna, gonna die. Gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> mentally, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. So I want to I want to be able to push myself because that was a, that was like the barrier to me doing. Yeah. When we asked that question earlier, that was a barrier to me not doing bodybuilding when I started yeah, out yeah. is because I was like I'm maybe too lazy to diet yeah, yeah. but now I feel like I'm actually like you really there's certain it. maturity you actually have to have yeah. to be a bodybuilder yeah. so then tell me did you like when it came to your powerlifting did you diet at all like so what it, your breakdown it's, it's very much more like flexible dieting in a way so I was kind of following a workout I mean a sorry nutrition plan mm. um, but it was mainly involved on macros and that sort of thing and um for performance obviously because yes yeah. and obviously i can eat more which is you mm. feel better when you can eat mm. more you know i mean mentally you feel a lot better eating more i guess and performance yeah. is obviously better you have to be performing yeah. optimal you know, so that's actually like an interesting question because in my prior powerlifting meets like the first three 
I didn't have a weight category I needed, category I needed to fit into. And then the one, con the one rule or condition that I qualify for pro rule was that I compete in sub-125. So that's yeah. why that prep, the one I could, when obviously I couldn't go, mm. it was, that's why I was so distraught was because I was able to keep my weight under 125 and smash all these PBs in training. And I was like, I wonder what I'm actually going to do on the platform. Mm. Um, and I was my, unable to keep my weight under 125. Uh, my first competition, I was like 137. Yachi. Yeah. What are you weighing now? I'm like 112. What? what? Yeah. Dude, what I'm happened? heavier than him. <laughs> like, how <laughs> fucking ridiculous is that? That made my damn Sunday. <laughs> Yo. Good on you, man. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so why, why, why the weight drop? Because obviously you were competing pro role, like what, like just under a year ago, it would have been? Yeah. And then, then you were obviously aiming to be like 125. Yes. Now you're like 12 kilograms less. Yeah. Why? So, wait, well, that's when I decided, like, I don't know, just for myself, I don't know, it was such a weird thing. I think that mental shift that I needed to take place when I got into health and fitness mm. took place, like, after I didn't go to pro rule. It's weird what happens, eh? It's weird. You think that this yeah. is the end of the world, but actually it's maybe setting your, yourself up for something else. Something, mm. maybe yeah. something bigger, you don't yeah. even know. Mm. Um, so, I think that mental shift happened, and then I was like, I got. Uh, Tristan Moret to coach yeah, me yeah. do my diet and everything like that yeah, sort of. and I dropped 14 kgs of him 14 yeah. 15 um, I went from 128 yeah started 128 and now I'm like 112 but I'm not with him anymore yeah, so, yeah. Um, my new coach is Riyad Adams so he'll be taking me through the next 28 weeks or so and obviously um, the reason behind not continue the Tristan I was just going to ask that oh um, there's no specific reason I think the fact that Riyad so the relationship that Riyad and I have is like he's kind of like a father figure to me yeah, yeah. in the way that I know I'll be able to always be able to speak to him about anything during the prep mm. and that's very important you mm. need to be able to because I don't want to be hiding things from if I was yeah, interested in your, your coaches know everything yeah my coach has to yeah. know everything and Actually, the fact that yeah. that I know Riyad and it was also the, so Devo did very well in his competition, and I mean, he went from, he looked like, insane. He went from like shredded to like hella shredded, like, you know what he, I mean? He's like lean year round, he's, he's very lean. He's literally lean the whole year. Yeah. That's why I was like, how this is, how did Riyadh get him from that to like this? It's even more, yeah. Yeah, so that was one of the aspects to it, but then the main thing was uh, Riyadh and I go way back, and um, the fact that I know I'll be able to go speak to him about anything, mm. and posing sessions I can do in person with him, you know? Yeah. That's, Exactly. So, I mean, Riyadh's based in Cape Town, so just... It's actually a really, like, the reason that you gave was fantastic, because what people don't realize is how dependent you become on your coach. Yes. Like, I mean, I did Arnold's prep, and if I didn't have Henk as my coach, who's one of my best mates, I wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't have been able to do what I did. Like, you get... Well, I, can, I, can, I can say the same for Seth as it's well. It's the same thing, hey? Yeah. You get so dependent on the people around you because you get to such an emotional state, yeah. and people don't understand. Like, you yeah. get to three weeks out or two weeks out, and you go through wanting to kill someone to wanting to cry your eyes out to yeah. wanting to not get out of bed to like you, you you get all the emotions in the space of three weeks and you don't know yeah. what to do so if you have someone to depend on like that's fantastic yeah. like it's actually For really sure. important especially like like i know my family didn't understand what i was going through like they just yeah. didn't get it but you'll see yeah. now but moving forward they'll understand yeah yeah but like i would i would like not speak in the nicest way to my mom but not out of me being rude just me out of being like very just short 
said just yeah. because at that time like my brain can't do more yeah <laughs> it's can't handle and obviously that comes out as rude but i mean yeah. Yeah. all your brand thinking is feed me feed me <laughs> yeah. yeah when's my next meal when's my next meal <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna die please. <laughs> but yeah but yeah having i think that was the right decision from your your side yeah having and someone also there, yeah. uh riyad is an ivy posing coach as well so i mean that it's ideal That's and a i big, don't know how to pose yeah i mean in the last few weeks that i've had with him I've learned so much about posing yeah. in itself. Yeah. So tell me, weight-wise, what do you want to come down to when you get on stage? So if I do decide to compete classic, classic physique, then no, what's your weight cap? It's well, my height would be 108. Okay. So the thing is, like, I I've got a lot more time to actually grow into all, the show. Yeah, yeah, grow into the show as the same time as leaning out. Yeah. I've got a lot of body fat I need to lose mm. for sure. But having said that, that's what I'm saying. Like. I'm 112 now and I lose a lot of body fat. I don't know what weight I'll end up at if I just had to lose body fat. That's what I'm saying. I've got a lot of room for muscle growth, muscle conditioning yeah. still. Do you think you're going to go into a bulk before you actually start cutting properly? So this is what uh, Riyadh's um, plan for me is I'm going to be doing like a cut, not necessarily like competition cut, but kind of like... Recomposition almost. Recomposition yeah. um, and then I'm going to be doing a lean bulk. And then I'll be doing a competition cut just before the comp. And then total competition cut time? He hasn't said, but I'm, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't tell you an exact answer, but I'm guessing it would be comp cut time. could be 12 weeks. Yeah, like 12 really to, interesting 12 to 14. Yeah. What happens to his body? I'm also very interested. And I also, yeah. I mean, classics are very specific looks. So like if you don't have the classic lines, then obviously... Mm. You, you so, can't really compete in classic, you know. Yeah, I mean, I did a poll in my story the other day to see that, yeah. which where people would put me in a comp, and most of the people throughout the whole thing, I was watching the like the results come in, were saying classic, 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 and a few saying open. But the thing with open is like, I know that I'll need a lot more mass for open to and dense mass. Yeah, like, it's a lot of dense I, mass. I don't think yeah. it's like. I think it's 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 the opposite thought for me because I think with your height, yeah, classic would be ideal because of the muscle mass you're holding now yeah. and the height you've got. You're gonna have an edge on those people that yeah. like you wouldn't have an open uh, in in open class. Like yeah. it, it's not gonna be the same at all. See, I agree. yeah, the thing with open is like Jesus, oaks are massive. Eh? They're like they're like this tall. Yes, yeah. short. Yeah. And they can put on mass because they because they just go sideways. They go sideways. <laughs> yeah, Whereas yes. you tall, and if you're standing forty centimeters above people against you, yeah. you're gonna stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah. So you'll be fucking aces. It'll yeah. be great, and you hold muscle mass from powerlifting. So exactly. You are like, that. Back to back to like the weights, like um, <laughs> JPL's what weights you think of going down to, like before my prep, I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna make it down to, and I I went at least seven kgs lower than I expected okay really yeah. that much yeah like you 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 have way more to lose than you think you do yes yeah like you I'm think are oh, you lean now no you're not lean. Yeah. like you have a lot more to lose yeah especially like the closer you get and the, then you start realizing how like chubby or whatever you were like yes, comparing yeah. yourself to the two yeah i know that's, like, honest, I that's I'm, like, I'm like honest i'm like now nah, i got a lot like yeah. a lot to lose i yeah. know for sure so but that's why i think growing into the show because you that uh, you have, it's one hundred and eight, right? Hundred and eight. So you actually yeah. have quite a lot of space to play with. Yeah. yeah. She's hundred. It's quite a big, like a big weight cap for, for body yeah, yeah. It's quite a, quite a bit of weight. Yeah, and it is. I, again, I think about that and I'm like, fuck, that's like really light. Like, <laughs> really. <laughs> what do What do you on stage? I was one oh four on Arnold, but I was like like. 
Really? And I yeah. hated it. I was yeah. skinny. Yeah. I couldn't stand it. So like now, hovering on like 125, I'm like, yeah, really don't want to do that. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> but again, when you get down to that level of leanness, you actually look bigger than what you are. When sure. You're 125. That's yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, it's it's gonna be very interesting. Also, I don't know, but for me, it plays it played kind of like like mind games with my head because now I look back to when I was that lean the whole time and I'm like sure I can fat now yeah and I'm fat <laughs> like yo what the flip's wrong meanwhile yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm probably beach lean yes. but like I'm not prep or show day lean you know yes. so it just messes your head yeah. <laughs> it gets kinda, your head on a whole new level like people don't understand when you I mean we had this discussion before you even started with a prep but yeah. like the first thing I said to you was like you think you lean now and you think your head's fucked now and do you know what I said to myself in my head when you said that what? I was like oh no man really no, no. and then he got to two weeks <laughs> out and he was like like lean 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 and he was like fuck okay I've got to go more yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what we said uh, I think we said it the other day we were like um, um, you don't like you you're worrying about being lean on show day Meanwhile, you're like actually so lean, like because you you see yourself in a mirror, and you like we have this like what do you call like body dysmorphia almost. You know? It gets you to an unhealthy head state yeah. because you look at yourself when you're two weeks out and you think I've got to get leaner here, I've got to leaner like, here. Like I've got a little bit left here. Yeah, 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 and then you, that's I think how people afterwards get body dysmorphia completely because you you have a certain expectation yeah. of yourself and you want to stay there, but you don't realize that you're actually there. Yeah. And yeah, you're you still there. Yeah, <laughs> you completely lose your mind because you're like. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I had that for a little bit afterwards, but then I realized like, it's not attainable. It's not sustainable. No. And you feel ill yeah. when you like on the show. Like you'll realize now. Yeah. With the food that you've been eating, when you get to show that week before show, you're gonna feel sick. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> terrible because you drop water and you do. Yeah, salt I'm not looking forward to it to be honest, but. And then you take an Epsom salt bath, and then you get out of the bath. You and you leave pass out. You want to pass out? I stood up the bath and I was like. <laughs> and then you walk around shaking like this, and you like don't know what to do. It's, it's terrible. But it's but it's so, like I would hundred percent do it again. Yeah, it's like, I'll kill myself to do it again. It's yeah. it's it's amazing. Yeah. And now, like every time you, now I know what I was then. I want to, I want to get bigger and better, leaner. You yes, know? Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, you'll really enjoy it. I think once you do it, you won't go back. You reckon? No, yeah. no, I seriously think so. Yeah. Like it, the thing is, I feel like, like I've got, I've got some unfinished business in powerlifting. That's mm. the thing. Yeah. So I, I'm like I know that you think I may not go back, but we'll see. Well, you look look. It might, <laughs> it might benefit you. Look at how. Um, Man, how can I forget his name? Who? Powerlifter that did bodybuilding, Ronnie Coleman. Oh yes. Yeah. Look at the mask that he put on. How the fuck <laughs> does <laughs> he? Come on. The name, the OG so, of like the reason why I forgot is because, ladies and gentlemen, it's a Sunday. <laughs> my brain is fried. But oh I'm doing God, it for you guys anyway. Sick. But I mean, look at the mask that that guy put on, and look at what he did on stage. Yeah. And either which way. It benefited him. Yes. Just don't fucking break your back and do that shit. Because yes, like, yeah. he got that right. But he trained hardcore with us on prep. <clears throat> All the time. Or not. He was just balls to the walls. Like. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it helps a lot either which way. I think with bodybuilding, you can really hone in on certain certain muscle groups that you're actually lacking that might benefit you at a later stage for powerlifting. Yes. And vice versa. So I think either which way, you'll, you'll be happy. How has your training changed? Uh, training has changed uh, so like for powerlifting 
the the last prep I did was interesting because I got prepped by a gentleman called Dylan Halrigo. I don't know if you know him. Mm-hmm. He's like the most insane. He was he's not junior anymore, but mm. the most insane junior lifter that has ever existed. Anyway, so he was coaching me, and his training methods were very different to any other training style that I've had from any other uh, strength coach that I've used before. Um, it wasn't like a like a, he was trying to. It was weird, like you would work with triples, doubles, singles, like the others did, but they wouldn't be like in a sequence. It would be like one week you're doing five reps, and then the next week you're doing like one. And it's like, what? Like random. Yeah, yeah. like random. Yeah. So um, the training, how it's changed now, is I'm just, I focus a lot on hypertrophy training, obviously. Of course, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm not doing such little reps and that sort of thing anymore. Like, I'm doing a lot more volume in my training now. And um, like um, more isolation movements, stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, truth be told, I barely squat anymore. Yeah. <laughs> really? Like, so because like squatting isn't the optimal thing to build like your quads, for instance. Yeah. Like, it's not the, it, like it will, yeah. but it's not like the best way and to do it. I feel like it. I've done enough squats for the year. Okay, I'll <laughs> do it. not 2021. 20, it's, like, it's time to bodyboard. It's time to bodyboard. I mean, every God, single time I've seen dude. him in the gym, he's squatting. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Squatted a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What, okay, on that topic though, when you say not the best muscle building, what was so, uh, both of you uh, saying? I'll, I'll, so I'll give my, my personal experience with squats. I weigh, okay, well, when I squatted my heaviest, I weighed 78 around there and I squatted mm. 205 Okay. before a single. And I was squatting like 190 for three. And that, that was like the, the, my highest squats I ever got to. And I was like focusing on squats, squats, squats. And my legs just didn't grow. Like it just okay. stayed the same. But my strength would go up. Yeah. And that's when I kind of realized like, you know, what am I trying to focus on now? Like my, the size of my legs or the strength. And I started doing leg press, the hack squat machine. Yes. And my legs like just blew up. Like I started yeah, doing yeah, lines yeah. and stuff. And the pump as well. Like it's very, for me, it's very hard to get a pump or doing squats. You're squatting, I know what you well, Unless that. you do like slow negatives, like yeah. 15 reps and do you really yeah. want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're asking uh, the best mass builder for your quads or your legs in general? Because if you're asking about- Say both. Legs, Okay, so for your quads, I think, like you said, leg press and that sort of thing is very good. Leg extensions, mm, yeah. um, step ups for sure for me, and um, for general leg growth, I would say the squats, the king. Okay. Yeah. I've always thought that, um, and I mean Ronnie Coleman would say the same thing, I guess. <laughs> I just squat and I get cramps all over my legs, and I'm like, yeah, Kunk! done. Yeah. Okay, leg extensions mixed. But yeah, I think it's it's just maybe because my you know my glutes or hamstrings would take over the squat for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's an interesting interesting question. I mean, you'll get so many different opinions on Mm. the topic, but for me personally, I think like squats with proper form, the correct form is. I don't see anything else that could build. If you look at Tom Platt's yeah no, he's trained, you know, the best legs in the earth but then again like now you say the squat but uh, like they i'm pretty sure or how i say there's a difference between squatting for powerlifting and squatting yes. for bodybuilding yeah you know it's a whole different squat yeah, <laughs> for sure they, yeah well for me how i would squat now probably wouldn't be very different to how i would squat in a powerlifting meet the only thing i'd focus on is like bracing my core 
mm-hmm. really slowing down the tempo and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like focusing on that because only, I know I'm only doing one rep. Yeah. So I'm going to focus solely on that rep itself yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and make sure I hit every cue that I need or whatever. Yeah. But if I'm doing like a set of 12, then it's not the same. Yeah, it's but, not the same. Yeah. But the same techniques I would yeah. use. Yeah, 100%. I've been like, every time I squat now, I've been doing a heels raised just to target more quads. Oh, yes, like, yeah. That's, that and that's, I felt like my legs sure. died. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. I used to do that as well. I was suffering with a, a bad glute injury in school, I remember. And I always used to put like 5 kg plates under my heels mm. just to exclude my glutes a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I find that then, great. Yeah, it burns the quads a lot. Sure. Yeah, it burns quads a lot. And it's like, I don't know, but I mean, I, f- I find, especially if you're tall, it helps a hell of a lot as well. Bring Just because you have so much, you have like long femurs. <laughs> long femurs? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that to come out of your mouth, but okay. I wanted to sound scientific. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Professional. Times. With alpha A upon No, I, like, I've always been squatting with plates under my heels, mm-hmm. and I always find it more comfortable. Yeah, like just going down lower is always more comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Getting comfortable in the hole is mm. a lot easier if you have plates under your mm. heels. Mm. For sure. I mean, but um, I don't know if you use squat shoes. Uh, no, I never did. I just use flat, flat shoes. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. It's weird. I've never used squat shoes. Like, even at like competitions, like never. you're allowed to use it in competitions. Though, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So what's the difference between a squat shoe and a flat shoe? It's basically like putting a five underneath. Yeah, your, it's like an elevated shoe. heel. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So it's like a. Like a really Wait, solid yeah, no, heel. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was a flat flat sole. Like I it's just literally know. just the heel that's elevated. Okay. Yeah. People use it in like Olympics and that sort of thing it's as well. Yeah, like the Olympic lifters, they do everything in that. Well then there's fucking clearly a reason we're putting a plate under our heels. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like science. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, science. <laughs> science. Look. But um what I wanna ask now is like yeah, what what age were you what age did you start powerlifting? Was this, were you still in school? No, no, no. You, I so only you started my first powerlifting prep on the second of Jan twenty eighteen. And that was one out of school. What? Uh, I was I matriculated in twenty fifteen. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, uh, so, so it was a while out of school. See, and you didn't really think about that during doing that during school. It was weird because that stage of my life, like I trained a lot in school. Yeah. My mates will know me as the gym guy in school. Yeah. <laughs> like I used to like skip rugby practice to go gym. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so much effort, but anyway. Um, and then when I left school, first year, like 2016, 2017, like I didn't gym, man. Like I wasn't, really? wasn't keen at all. I just used to drill. <laughs> and then that's why I remember that date, the 2nd of Jan 2018, like so distinctly, is because yeah. that's when I was like, I need to get serious about this shit again. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I know I love it. Like I know that's where my heart is. So I just, you know. Kind of just get the drilling off your yeah. system though. And then I was like, I need to do like a prep so I can like, hold me accountable, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, second of Jan, I'm starting, I'm competing in April. Yeah, yeah. You know, my first comp April, that's what I'm doing. I'm setting the goals and dates. So yeah. And it's only been up from there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good world records. <laughs> record for your record, you're hectic. And yeah. now, um, so say, say you step on stage, classic, and you take, and you get a chance to so obviously you're doing a, a regional show. Yeah. And then the then you can August. do a, then you can do a pro show, a pro qualifying, and then you yeah, can if compete. Yeah, if I do well on that show, then I'll be competing again on the fourth of December. Yeah, and then so that's those a pro qualifier. So that's a pro qualifier. Pro qualifier. And then you can step on a pro, and then so you 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 thinking ahead, 
You're not yeah. just thinking to the seventh August. You're yeah. actually thinking ahead. The, the one that is in my head the most is the fourth of December. I've already in my mind like already qualified for that. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's just how I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think South Africa needs a few better classic uh, classic yeah competitors. sure that's also one I thing I can say um, when I was at the eye candy there was a few of them and they're all very short and, and like I'm not saying like I'm not saying <laughs> I'm, mad, so I'm, tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tall at all <laughs> I'm not tall at all so I can speak but like I'm just saying usually classic like guys are taller you know and yes yeah. like that's maybe South Africa needs to bring that yeah. to compete with the international standard yeah like Chris you know? Chris Baum said I think if I'm not mistaken he's like maybe one or two centimeters shorter than me how tall are you 1.89 yes okay so good height good height yeah no, but you see, that's I why I say, like, if you, that, like, honestly, my opinion is just height comparison to open versus classic. Like, you'll have so much more of an advantage in classic. Like, you'll stand out yes. over everyone else. Because, like you said, there's no one really in South Africa. Like, there's great bodybuilders in South Africa, but classic. Yeah. To come but it, it, is, it is still a new um, category. In category. Itself, it yeah, is. For sure. Like, I mean, Chris Bum said, I think there's only been, like, what Chris Bum said one or twice. Um, Brian Brian um, won it twice, three times, twice. I can't remember. I so think so it's twice. only been like four years running. Yes. It's yeah. not like a seriously that short. Yeah, it is. It's very new. Like I remember, I remember following Chris Bumstead very when he was young, and then they were saying, "Oh, Chris Bumstead is going to be the new like. Is he going to be the first one to win the classic?" Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a new division. So I mean, but the thing is, the funny thing about classic physique is it's that was bodybuilding. When it, you know, like the 70s right. and the 80s. Like Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. Arnold. Like, Arnold was, and yeah. now they had to make it its own category because of Guys how the open bodybuilders yeah. just... I'm so glad they did that. Though. Yeah. Like, classic physique, in my opinion, like you don't get... Like that's the pinnacle of what you can look like. Yes, in my yeah, yeah. It's something everyone wants to look like. Whereas an open yeah. class bodybuilder is literally like... But they're just freaks now. Literally, yeah. it's called... You go, that's you're the going, freak show. You're like, going to the yeah. circus. Like you're going to the circus yeah. to take these big guys. Like... You look at the guy, you know those videos that you see on Facebook of those bulls that have the, like, this, this testosterone imbalance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I see open. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's, it's unattainable. Like, it's not, well, no, yeah. it's not unattainable, but for the general public, yeah. you look at it and that's freak. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if, you, sh- if you saw him walking in, like, wars, we would flip out and, like... Yeah. What the heck is this? Like, sorry, I don't need more today. I'm gonna just leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's crazy. No. But I think I think, like, I'm excited to see how you look. Like, it's I'm also cool. excited. Eh? I really yeah. am. Yeah. I think I think the, the the majority of the people listening and your followers are keen to see that. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be a really, it's gonna be so different because you don't mix those two generally. Part of yeah. bodybuilding is not. Yeah, like it's, that yeah, you don't. And yeah. now you're gonna merge. So that's really. This cool. is African Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Getting high hopes, but yeah. <laughs> That's huge. As soon as you step on the Olympia stage, you can officially like change the Instagram name to that. Yeah. <laughs> South African Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. But I mean, didn't Larry Wills? Obviously, you know, yeah. Larry Wills. He he did try to do that. He did a bodybuilding competition. He didn't go pro. Yeah. So the only person to actually go pro in bodybuilding and powerlifting was uh, Stan Epping. No, I don't know. Only one person. There was only one person that's ever done it. Hectic. Yeah. Okay. But I know, I, well, for me, I didn't. Um, what's the guy I just said? Larry Wills. <laughs> <laughs> and you say I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's Sunday. Um, that's why. <laughs> like, for me, he didn't look that great. 
on stage. Larry. Yeah. Yeah. He's, His physique's weird. Like he the, just has like weird like muscle insertions. Like, yeah. I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Like and his legs are weird as well. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> No, and his Larry chest is, I don't know. There's also a person that lifts so heavy, his chest splits. Have you seen that? Yeah, like yeah, His yeah. whole chest pulls open. Yes, yeah. like, I don't, I don't even know how. That guy's next level, like, I don't know. Ever since he was young, though, when he was, like, 18 years old, like, I think he's, I saw a video of him doing his, like, first competition, like, first piloting competition. Yeah, he was And he it. smashed the numbers that I was doing my, like, fourth show, like, in his first show. But yeah. on that note, <laughs> it's just also not bullshit think about what this man is ramming <laughs> yeah because there's no way he's at first he's natural at that stage what are you yeah. talking about it's his natty and natty in his status really like i just out of interest want to know natural what for that life. man takes in a week i think he made a youtube i think it's a lot of anadrol yeah like, he made a youtube video about it i think yeah really like explaining his whole and like when he first started and all that because that's just like yeah, I mean the thing is when you like look at him lifting like say incline bench or something, it's like it looks completely unnatural. Mm. Like how many plates on either side? Like, Dude, like I can never pick that off the floor. Like, like he's pressing <laughs> two twenty on the incline for like ten. You're like how? Yeah. You like how? look at him. You're like how? <laughs> yeah. Like maybe Eddie Hall. Yeah, but you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Eddie Hall's like a massive man. Not anymore, but yeah. No, it doesn't make sense. It's weird. Do you know? Do you know what's happening with like talking about Eddie Hall now? Like with the boxing and Thor. Yeah, Thor. I know. I saw a video of Thor the other day. I know this Oaks look like when I see them. I see them as like these two hundred kg men, and they look like almost like sick when they're like all lean and stuff like yeah yeah i don't know it's it, weird it, i don't know if it suits him but yeah they're doing like some boxing matches yeah i also thought that, like i thought it was gonna be end of last year but i don't i don't know i have yeah. to go and search what you guys are talking about because i've got eddie Horvath still do you know who Hathaway. they are yeah i know who yeah. they are but i don't they, know about this boxing match they want to box each other because because thor beat eddie's deadlift record yeah and then he called him out to a boxing match yeah. let's take let's fight this with like real men yeah and then they're gonna box After each other beat him in the yeah room. like that's just that's just because i think <laughs> thor's like he's like that yeah i don't know i've watched like documentaries he's just like, like he's like that I don't yeah know. i mean eddie deadlifts at 500 and then have thor deadlifts at 501. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would also want to box break my record one eddie, kg eddie nearly died pulling at 500 and yeah did you see that fine. eh like he was yeah. Yeah, he was like bleeding out of all his extremities. You couldn't see. Yeah. yeah, for like two weeks. Yeah, it was crazy. Like that was some serious strain <laughs> on the body. It's in two weeks. He's never been able to Thor, see again. Pulled five one. How did he react? Quite fine. Easy. He had an interview afterwards. He had like what? yeah, like he was chilled. <laughs> no way. Like he pulled it. He had like a bit of struggle at the lockouts. I mean, it took him like one or two seconds yeah, to lock out, but he pulled off the floor like it looked like quick, his, yeah, quick. like his other lifts. You know, it just no like way. But then you but then you look at the powerlifter. I think it's Jamal. Yeah, yeah, Jamal and Brown. And he pulls like 475. Yeah, no, and he's like, what, like four easy. times, weighs four times less than yeah, those guys. No, that looks, that looks unreal. I watch, yeah. I watch this stuff all the time. That, like, his deadlifts he are pulls just, 475. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's pulled more by now. Like, uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Yeah, but like 475 kilograms, and the record's yeah. 501, and that's what, like, the big, strong yeah. pull. And he's pulled He's like 125 kgs, or like 120, and half thought was like 200. When he pulled five, so he's a chocolate in comparison to that. Yeah, his and he uh, pulls close. Yeah, he's close to the old record. Like he pulls, crazy. he pulls sumo deadlifts, but um, he, I mean, his technique is flawless. Like you can't fault him at all. But I mean, the strongmen technically they do kind of pull sumo because they're like yeah. they're so wide, like they, they're standing like <laughs> just railing everyone today. Pull a short and a classic division, and they can't stand their sumo because they're too wide. It's just crazy. Sleepers. <laughs> 
Sassy Sunday with Matt. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just waiting for that Jamal guy to pull like over 500. Yeah. That'll be and insane. And I know for a fact he'll do it with flawless technique as well. Yeah. Like, like when, he, when he pulls 400 plus, you just look at it and you're like, it's like he's like, putting like 60. Like I see he, put him, he puts on his story, he goes like SPD day. And then he's just like, <laughs> and then it's like he's just putting like over 400 yeah. for like. Yeah, in his training sets, sessions, I'm like consecutively plus 400. Yeah, okay. This okay. <laughs> <laughs> is the thing, like America is like the amount of potential and like talent there. Yeah. It's actually like, it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. Like compared to South Africa. I, mean, I just, in my honest opinion, I feel like as South Africans, we just don't take that step, you know, to yeah, necessarily like, put ourselves out there and train. I was, was going to ask now, just out of, just out of curiosity, do you think it's, do you think we see America that way because they give the people the right exposure or that? I think the people are willing to yeah. do the necessary and they... Yeah, I think it, that's pretty much what it is. But I think um, I, I agree with you. We, like we stop because we're not, like we're not putting like Africans don't put ourselves out there. Or yeah. We and also like there's a lot more supporters of like bodybuilding and powerlifting and stuff in America than there are in South Africa. Mm. Yeah. I feel like it's rugby. You know, like it's, there it's you rugby. can make a career, whereas here you can't. Yeah, you can't really. Yeah. And but that's that's, that's that is the truth the difference. Um, last question before I finish off. How's your how's your split looking now? I'm actually only getting my training split like later today yeah. or tomorrow. <laughs> today? <laughs> yeah. What's the chance? So but like, like how are you training at the moment? Like at the moment, I, I do like, I'll just train like maybe chest, like mm. chest, back. Like a bro um, split. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bro split for now. <laughs> but I know, I have noticed what my weak points are. Me yeah. and my coach have spoken about it. Yeah. So I kind of prioritize so what those, are your weak points? Uh, glutes, calves and the density of my back i think density yeah. of your back yeah that's not what i expected yeah, yeah that's what he said it's um, weird coming from like you squatting heavy and deadlifting heavy you should i mean you should you should have like a very yeah i mean I it know. could either be back width or density i think i think it's in my opinion i think width is the problem mm. in certain poses my back looks like it doesn't flare out a lot mm. um but the leaner the leaner you get, the more it does flare because yes. your waist just gets yeah, thinner, and, thinner, you know, and then it just gets. I'm on my waist, my waist is not terrible at the moment, and I'm not lean, like nowhere close yeah. to being lean. So. So when you lean, it's gonna look bad. So yeah, it should <laughs> work out nicely. Gotta nail your vacuums. Yeah, jeez. Are, <laughs> are, 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 are you practicing? Are you practicing every day? Are you practicing? No, practicing? no, no. Yeah, no. You're, you're gonna have to start <laughs> every day because like I can I can vacuum, but now vacuuming like standing upright like this yeah and holding it oof, like yeah. you I, I don't know how chris bumsey does it i honestly yeah. don't know he it's very very talented <laughs> yeah. i mean like Brian, he doesn't do it he he, yeah. he doesn't do the vacuum no but that's one of the things i definitely want to you have to you know you have to yeah. do the vacuum <laughs> you have to do the vacuum that's just that's just the yeah that's so cool actually <laughs> like when he's on the olympia stage he literally slows down his whole routine and the crowd literally goes quiet and he literally just puts his hand on his head and he yeah. vacuums and the yeah. crowd just goes fucking yeah. <laughs> because it's it looks unreal it draws a lot of attention for sure Yo, like if you nail that and yeah. it's all bodybuilding is all about deception so now he's making his waist look so much smaller than the rest of his body mm. so obviously his delts his chest you know they're all going to look bigger just because his waist is smaller yes. in my, that's in my yeah. opinion how they judge well there we go so vacuum. <laughs> vacuum. <laughs> yeah, vacuum for sure. 
That's going to be good fun to see. Is there anything that you want to close off with? Anything you want to say? Anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to tell people? Um, Putting you on the spot now. Not ne- necessarily I, anything I... Yeah. No, I've got, got another question. Sure. If I was you, I would be nervous about my glutes. Okay. Because the glutes is what comes off last, you know, like in terms of getting like yeah. striated. Yes. And glutes is also a weird thing is because guys don't necessarily train like yeah. glutes. Like we wouldn't go like, like we have a mind-muscle connection with our chest. You know? We wouldn't like go and be like, we have a mind-muscle connection with our glutes. Yeah. So now like, <laughs> how, like you see you have to work on your glutes. The question yeah. that you have to ask is, is he going to wear a bodybuilding tongue? Or is he going to wear chops? Okay, but now you look at um, Chris Bumstead and he wears it like halfway up. So yeah. you can show your striations at the bottom. Yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah. Yeah, glutes for sure. I mean, when I train with my girlfriend, I get that mind muscle connection in the glutes. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> get that glutes for sure. You know what? We've got we've got we've got bands if you want. Booty bands. Booty bands. No, but you know what? I've I've actually been trying to do that myself, and like getting your glutes striated is no joke. It's, it's actually yeah. really it's hard. But That's what helps is stair master. Yeah. And then you just like take big steps, like skip a step and take another step and then just squeeze. Like, yeah. yes, it hurts. Like, yeah. terrible. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I, hate, I hate squeezing my glutes. It's like the worst. It's worse than training abs for me. Like, you know, that oh, pain? That, yes. No, it's yeah. like, no, it's glutes. Like, it's not, I don't find it fun at yeah. all. Do you include glutes in your routine, like in your split? Um, not, not directly. Okay. But I do like, for instance, like, like walking lunges and yeah. like um, I'll squat, uh, not squat, I'll leg press like high up, you know, for yes. more like hamstring glutes. Yeah, but yeah. I won't go and do like barbell hip thrusts. I've been doing Which I probably exercises. should. Like, I Have should. you been doing that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's very reluctant to You're, get that. No, He's confident. He's confident. <laughs> He's dedicated to claiming yeah. his title. <laughs> When he goes on stage, check his glutes out. Yeah. Just watch. <laughs> you must have yeah. like a um, a post where you post like a stage photo, but then the next swipe is like zoomed in on your glutes. Yeah. Like, I, I made it. <laughs> yeah, I done it. It's crazy. But yeah, anything you want to end, end off with? Um, not really anything I want to end off with. But uh, yeah, so the first bodybuilding competition I'll ever do is on the seventh of August. It's in Cape Town, the Icony Classic. Definitely going to be points, there. isn't it? Uh, yes, I think it is. Is that a hotel, the Bay Hotel? Or the Bay hotel. I'll definitely come watch, 100%. Yeah, you must come compete. <laughs> you rate I compete 7th August. Do you think that's enough time to put on more size? And then what do you mean? It's 28 it's weeks. F- it's like it's a fucking decade between. Yeah. Like, you can do a lot. <laughs> okay. Yo, maybe, maybe, maybe you guys convinced me. I don't know. Yeah, I think Try you classic. No, you're insane. I'm not that big. I'm not that big yet. Dude, junior. I don't want to yeah, compete junior. junior. See, I don't I'm want to compete junior. So okay. I want to. I want to. Pe- I want to play with the big boys. Like, wait, I'm am I junior? <laughs> <laughs> I want to play with the big boys. Do you know if I'm a junior still? Under twenty-two. I'm Under twenty-two. Or Under twenty-two is juniors. Under twenty-two. Ish. <laughs> no, but it's not a bad thing for you because again, you've got height. Yeah. Okay. Like it's always an advantage. When I did Arnold's, I did juniors and open men's physique. They yeah. look fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But again, I was taller than all of them, so it helped a lot. Okay. I and see. I did better in open than I did in junior. Interesting. 
So it won't be bad. No, but I know I can't compete in classic anytime. Like in the next, I have to give myself. Is that your goal there to be competing yeah, in classic? In classic. Okay. That, that's like the. It's dope. It's so dope. Because then I can showcase my legs as well. You know, and I want yes, to do that. Yeah, absolutely. But with, with men's physique, <laughs> you yeah, don't really yeah. care about your legs for the last few weeks. It doesn't mm. really matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, like when I stepped on stage, the guys that won the open were just so much bigger than me that I was like, it was a realization. I was like, sure. Okay. Yeah, but you know what you're still young yeah, so like course. the thing is now you're just in it for the for the long game so yeah, yeah. i mean hank only got his pro card now and, and he's him. almost 40. yeah yeah so your sure, hank was i remember watching him with the iconic classic did last you, year did you go yeah like yes. massive oh my gosh Grew like crazy and like a unit and he's just got so much density and, and yeah that's, and that's what it is that's what it is so i mean think about that when yeah. you think you want to do it now, I'll just think about when he got his. So that makes sense. Unless you fucking Chris Bumstead, he's like 23 or what? Yeah, I think he's like 25. And the funny thing 26. is that he, like, he made it to the Olympia while still studying. And then he was like, he made it to the Olympia, his debut. And he was like, hmm, maybe I should take this seriously. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard that chat. What? Like, what's going on? You made it to the Olympia. And now you're deciding whether you want to take it seriously or not. Oh, I don't yeah. know what the heck. <laughs> Tough life. It's crazy. <laughs> But yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. I understand. Thanks it was for awesome. I'm pretty sure everyone, everyone, everyone listening enjoyed it. Yeah, like, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sassy Sundays with Matt is yeah. Sassy Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Long femurs and long femurs and, and fat Dude, power. <laughs> <laughs> Tough. But yeah, um, thanks for joining. It was awesome. Um, where can they find you on Instagram? What's your handle? Uh, it's at Reese underscore Van Skullpeck. Give him a follow. There you go. <laughs> if Alpha follow, you aren't following Alpha and you listen to podcasts, I would be interested to know where, you. but I'd be interested to know where you, where you found us so you can like comment and subscribe. Yeah, leave a rating. Remember our launch is on the 27th. Oh, jeez. Uh, it's fine. That's all I can say. Let's yes, go. Let's go. But yeah, <laughs> weekly podcast. Don't forget to tune in next week and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.